Welcome back to the tape store, everyone. This is Toby. And this is Brooke. We were made in the 80s. And played in the 90s. And we're back for part two of Jurassic Park. Yes. Which is, after some discussion uh, over the past week, we decided... And a great suggestion from one of our listeners, Adam. Yes, that we would do this over three parts, which is kind of nice. It, it, it kind of takes some pressure off. It does, and we really just enjoy taking our time with this movie because it's such yeah. a it's such a big movie for us, but really for for really all '90s kids. Yeah, let's yeah. be honest. Sometimes going back, I look at when we started, which is last year. Mm-hmm. We were newbies, or year before last. It was the end of 2019, right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah. October 2019. Yeah. So sometimes I wish I could, you know, those some of those movies, like, dude. That wish we had extended them. I, yeah, to take our time with them. Not that we can't go back and stuff, and and we have and unpack them we again. We have started and, doing that and a little do bit. that. Yeah, it's it's fun, but this is definitely one that you, you can't rush through. This I don't one. know why we we thought we could do this in one episode, <laughs> uh, and maybe two, but definitely three is a lot easier, and we can take our time with some of these issues, which we we really took our time last week, which is why we decided. Yeah, we we're sitting here like I, we didn't even realize it had been an hour, and yeah. we were like. We spent oh, a good. We need to stop. Yeah, we, we spent a good amount of time just talking about how it impacted us, which is kind of its own thing. Well, that's why it's why it's, we're discussing it. You know, you have to you have to talk about that. So, we we talked about obviously how the movie impacted us. We also got through the first, I guess, the first act, the first <laughs> act, which is basically the whole beginnings of the park exposition. You know, yeah. The, the good and the bad that's kind of leading up the wonder. Yeah, it's, right? I mean, if we're, yeah, we're kind of, we're kind of in the intro phase of, oh, everything's yeah. so great. Everything's so nice. Yeah. We, we're, we meet the conflict a little bit. Right. You know, well, we've, yeah, it, we've the very, very the beginning. Conflict. From the very start, I mean, it's, oh, yeah. it opens with, this is bad. Right. Like, this is amazing. But yeah. now that the shock is worn off, oh, what have we done? Yeah. So that we were presented with the, are we creators now? No. And what does that mean? Yeah, right. But what I'm saying is the very beginning of the movie. Yeah. With, with the death of the... Oh, yeah. Of Bad the news guy. bears that, immediately. That's what I'm saying. Like, like you're, you're told at the very start that this is something bad. Um, And then, of course, Dennis Nedry's thrown in there. So... In his Hawaiian shirt. Right. And that's the bad. But then you had this really beautiful, wondrous, majestic... You know, the fact that this is the dinosaurs yes. and it's something that, that's, you know, we've marveled about for ages. Yeah, you something's know. been so shrouded in mystery. Right. And now here it is. Yeah. Right in front of us. It's amazing. Yeah. And we see, and, and that's through the eyes of Dr. Grant yeah. and Dr. Sattler. And and that's just a really wonderful, amazing part of the movie, of course, when when they when they see the, uh, it's the, the Brachiosaurus, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah, that what did we say last week was the trifecta. It was the acting, the music, and the graphics. Yeah, it was all. It uh, just, yeah, it, it really all. was. It was like a those three things were at the top of their game. Yeah, in, in that moment, I've been listening that to that movie. song from the soundtrack all week. It's called "Journey to the Island." It's like a ten minute song. Yeah, but it goes from the helicopter ride to um to the welcome center. Yes, and it's like I'm obsessed with it. And of course, we meet Doctor Ian Malcolm in all his glory. Yes, uh, played by <laughs> Jeff Goldblum. So. And we're going to get more into all this, or is it just Jeff Goldblum? Yeah, that, that, in a we costume. did talk about that. Like I, really, like it pretty much is Jeff Goldblum. <laughs> I think I think that we can all agree. I know. I feel like he wrote his part. It's Jeff Goldblum <laughs> wearing all black and oh sunglasses. So, yeah. So now let's get into basically where we left off. We left off meeting Lex and Tim. Yes, because what's happening is uh, 
Doctor he yeah sorry. Well, Doctor Grant, Doctor Sattler have been uh, invited along with the lawyer Gennaro, and um, I think we sent Doctor Malcolm right. Yes. Okay. Uh, along with the games keeper, I guess the game guy. Uh, that's uh, Robert Muldoon. Yeah. He yeah. He's like he seems he he's kind of got a crocodile Dundee vibe. Yeah. Which I'm sure he's meant to. Like when we say oh Australian man in khakis, he's good with animals. Like right. you know what I mean? Like we just kind of. It kind of helps the audience naturally assume that. And also on the uh, journey is Lex and Tim, and they are the grandkids yes. of you know the owner. Yeah, and Hammond says, of, he, he you know, poses Hammond. it as, we need to spend some time with our target audience. So in Hammond's mind, his target audience is kids, which that's right. news to us, you know, where it's the first time we're hearing that. And then we hear, Grandpa! Yeah, and, and they're about to go on a tour. Mm-hmm. After some initial discussion... An introductory, how they do things, mm-hmm. and of course we find out that they've bred raptors there and all yes. this stuff. Um, they're going to do a tour. In cars, because that's yeah, safe. They're going to do, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I love those cars. So I want one. They got these Jeeps on tracks, yes. and you know, and of course it's all being handled back at, in the control room. Mm-hmm. And it looks visually stimulating it looks i mean the look of it is wonderful you yes. know which again you know hammond's very spared no expense he wants it all to look great up front which really is the entire problem of the movie right everything looks great up front yeah yeah so basically we get lex and tim and you know they of course are obsessed with dr grant yes dinosaurs but dr grant's view on dinosaurs because yeah. tim has read his probably thousand page book cover to cover has yeah. all these questions i think lex is a little like he yeah like, he's cute you know maybe he, yeah and i think she's a little starstruck it's cute but the bottom line is it's funny because dr grant does not like kids no. and of but course ellie sadler does yeah ellie sadler does and of course they the, the kids are are velcroed to dr grant <laughs> they just think he's great yeah i've had over just over instagram we've had this discussion with a few listeners of how perfect and cute this scene is because mm-hmm. you can see him like kind of cringing and like ugh, but he doesn't want to be just totally awful no but at the and same the kids time kids are being that annoying like but cute right but hey the, sit by me yeah but at the same time he just saw a dinosaur in real life and yeah. he's looking forward to seeing more he's on the job so he doesn't really want to have to deal with them so he's being right. kind of like you and know, i love sadler just he's, looking over like <laughs> yeah, he's just being real dismissive with them, and and he's looking past them. Right, right. It's right. such a it's such a cute and well done scene. Yeah, it is. It really is. And we're starting the tour, so the cars get moving. Right. right? And what do we find as soon as the tour starts? <laughs> we actually had to rewatch this scene just just to refresh. And yeah. I, I I think you know you you watch this movie so many times. Sometimes you pick up new things and other things you're like oh yeah i already know that but this one for some reason i was like oh i never noticed this he immediately um samuel L. jackson's character arnold arnold um yeah he's not smoking yet so you know we can't we can't feature his cigarette i thought he does have a cigarette eventually does he have it yeah, well, no, he eventually but not right in this moment oh okay because i yeah. know eventually you do see the cigarette no I mean, best supporting actor is not here yet <laughs> but um <laughs> but it's in a few moments it is I, I, you know. and i and i love it Hold on one second. Our kid's talking to us. Yes, that's it's a, us, honey. It's us. Anyway, yeah. So okay. So yeah. Hold on. What, so tell what, me where to start. What we find is no. It's okay. What we find is that there are problems. Yeah. He he calls it a glitch list, and he says, "Oh, great. 
you know, this the, is number 151. Yeah, 151 of the glitch list. So they they haven't even started their that they've. They, they haven't, haven't even anything they yet. haven't even really started. I mean, the tour just got going. The cars moved five inches. There's been 151 problems. And but the issue that Arnold says is we have all the problems of a theme park and a uh, a zoo. A zoo, right? We have this is this, it's already they're already in. Yeah, they're having issues with the vehicles. They're you know it's so, and this is where we get some more uh, back and forth. With Nedry and Hammond, and we find that Nedry is, you know, obsessed with money and always complains about how he feels like he's he's been handed the short end of the stick. I think just in life, right? Honestly. And we've all met those people, right? That yeah. are just like not happy with anything ever, right? And and he's obviously just everything has to do with money, and you know, Hammond, of course, is pulling his hair out. But the thing about it is, is that with all of his problems and mm. and as as crappy as he is Dennis Nedry is a really brilliant uh yeah computer you know guy and I think one thing about this scene that's interesting a programmer that's the programmer, word that was, there he, he's, he's a brilliant computer programmer he's yes. like gifted I mean he's he, kind of your he's kind of like what we would think of as like you know like oh of course he's he's a guy that is kind of like only sits at his computer and programs right but, but he's but he is brilliant right but one thing that they that Hammond says to him he says I don't blame people for their mistakes I do ask that they pay for them, and I never know. I always used to quote that as a kid, like I didn't even really know what it meant. Right. But when I look at Dennis Nedry in his workstation, mm-hmm. and it's covered with snacks and like can't you like we, yeah, you, you kind of pan over it's it's trashy, and he's always complaining about what he doesn't have. Right. And I feel like Hammond in that moment is like. How are you honestly having this conversation with me? I see what you do with what you have. Right. And well, you yeah. want more. So as an adult, I look at that and I'm like, mm, yeah, and yeah, we're not, I, kind of, I mean, we yeah, all Yeah, and we're not surprised that no. he, that he's, that he's doing what he's doing. He's a sleazeball a little bit. Right. Well, I mean, he's doing something really, really bad. In fact, it, it's Dennis Nedry that's a part of what causes the chaos. Right. So let's go back to the tour group. Now they're they have just entered the the main part of the the park, like the right. big the big gates. Yes, they open. You know, welcome to Jurassic Park. And they're about to see their first dinosaur. It's called the Dilophosaurus, right? And of course, Doctor Sattler and Doctor Grant are like, "What?" And they just you know they're glued to the windows. Yeah, they can't wait. They can't wait to see this. I dinosaur. mean, everybody's excited, but you know, we we right. identify most with Doctor Grant, Doctor Sattler. Right, and and they're looking, and we find that. Whatever the Dilophosaurus is. Yeah, because we don't know yet. The we audience. don't know. I mean, you know, it's not coming out. Yeah. This is the problem. So not only are we having these technical glitches, but the dinosaur, at least in that, when we have the first one, it's not coming out. Yeah. They, we just see We leaves. just see, yeah, it's like jungle or, you know, yeah. It's just, there's nothing. Yeah. And, you know, Dr. Grant is super disappointed. Yeah. And they move on, right? They move on. And this is when we have another problem. They're able to get out of the van or the, the Jeeps. <laughs> right. This is another problem because they get to another paddock. Right. And there's no dinosaurs again. Right. So they just get out. Yep. They get out. And yeah, Grant's like, you know what? I'm 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 done. I'm gonna I'm gonna go find it. Right. And And this is of course after Dr. Malcolm has hit on Sadler, big time. Oh yes, yeah. Because Doctor Grant is one thousand. He has hyper focus. He's not even not even paying attention. He's not to even the paying attention. That, yeah. And she's like, "Oh, look at this, Alan!" Like, it's kind of funny. Yeah. 
it, the whole water droplet. Yes, thing, yes. Right? And I remember being like, yes, yes, I too would offer him my hand. Yeah, he's very charming. <laughs> but ultimately, what's interesting about that mo- that moment is he is talking about the chaos theory. Ah, yes, okay. Even though it's totally a funny scene, what he's saying is actually really important. He's like, the, the patterns never repeat. Like, ah, things are okay. always things are always yeah. in flux. Yeah, so we're getting some exposition about, you know, basically what's going to... We're getting some foreshadowing. Right, and then, and then in that moment, that's when Alan gets out of the car, because, and he's like, there's an example. Yeah, because, well, and, and the whole deal, too, is that the park is trying to control something that can't be controlled. Right. Ultimately, you know, you can't control something like this. It, no, it, you can't it, control life. You really can't. And what Malcolm is saying and the beginnings of what he is saying mm-hmm. is that th- the whole ecosystem of the dinosaurs is such a complex system to try to fit that into the walls of a park is yeah. and just asking for a disaster. And that's one thing he he mentions when they're at the it's it's actually the T-Rex paddock the first time they go to the T-Rex paddock during the day. Yeah, and he's like, these animals like that. There, you can't suppress sixty-five million years of instinct and right. say like, oh, I'm going to give him a goat. No, let him hunt. So you know, this is after the iconic, you know, uh, God destroys man, man creates dinosaurs, dinosaurs eat man, woman yeah. inherits the earth. They are trying to find these dinosaurs, but these dinosaurs are being like treated like lap dogs, and they're not. No, of course not. They are yeah. 1,000% not. Yeah, I wasn't sure if, because, you know, when they get out of the car, I didn't know that the, that they had already been to That it. happens first. They, they get to the T-Rex, and then okay, they pass yeah. the T-Rex paddock. And then we have the, triter- the Triceratops paddock. And yes. again, this is when, and this is when Grant's had it. Yeah, he's had it. He's going to get out because they're not. You know, again, the dinosaurs aren't coming out. And he he knows they're not going to. They're not going to come around this vehicle. They're gonna, they're like, what is that? Right. Like, <laughs> what is this thing that might kill me? I'm going to stay in the leaves. Right. Thanks, you know, they're not like cows driving by. <laughs> you know, like when you drive by farmland, right? No, and and also cows are used to cars. So <laughs> dinosaurs are not. We have technical glitches. We have dinosaurs not coming out. And now we have another problem. When Dr. Grant and Dr. Sadler get out, eventually, mm-hmm. um, they encounter a sick Triceratops. Right. The thing is massive. And yeah. And there's again, already a guy out there with it. Right. And we have another kind of wonderful, sweet moment. This is where uh, Dr. Grant lays on the Triceratops, and, and it's breathing. And, and it's a real sweet moment. Yeah. Lex kind of really is like, wow, because he's acting like a kid. You know, yeah. Dr. Grant really is. He's got this childlike wonder, you know. This is the scene where I feel like Lex has a crush on him because oh. when they're walking out to find the uh, tri- yeah. she grabs his hand and, and, yeah. and makes him hold it like they're a king and queen. Yeah. And it's precious. Yeah, and he's trying to kind of like. And she's just like, yes, this is just fine yeah, right here. Right. And like, Sadler's face, she's like, yes, I love it. Like, yeah. it's so cute. And then it's neat the way this scene is because we actually see it from right behind Timmy. Mm-hmm. You see his legs, and then you hear him say, wow. And then we see it's, the yeah, Triceratops. It's huge. And Sadler's crying. Like, it's just yeah. a beautiful moment. But it's sick. Yeah. And, and that's problematic. Again, that's another problem. Well, and it's key because, the, and it's key that Sadler's there because she figures out why. Yeah. She's got to look at the droppings, which, so what is it? Uh, Malcolm's like, that's a big pile of crap. Or does he actually say? Well, he doesn't say crap. All right. 
Family so, friendly, friends. So they're going through the <laughs> droppings and find that another problem is they really don't understand the ecosystem because of what they're planting out yes, there, right? Because the tri in the end, the triceratop has a, has ingested these berries that are poisonous, right? So and it's, and it's making him ill. That's a problem too. And now we have another problem. <laughs> it's like everything is mounting, and yes. the way that they organize all this, the way that Steven Spielberg kind of weaves mm-hmm. all this, you got the problems with the park, the the overarching problem. With the fact that they're the, the the chaos, the whole chaos theory that they're trying to they're trying to encase something that cannot be encased. Yeah, right. It's this very seamless. Uh, right, but now transition. Right, but Mother Nature is now slinging a tropical storm their way. Yes, because so, briefly they mentioned in the control room there was a storm moving in. Right. Yeah, and we so, kinda, I kind of forget about it until you hear that. I, and I remember in the theater when mm-hmm. I saw this moment. We're looking at Gennaro at the moment, and it goes, bam, this huge thunderclap, and he, yeah. like, jumps. Everyone screamed. Everyone's like, this is it. It's a dinosaur. Uh, right, but right. It, uh, it's just thunder, so, and I remember that so vividly. So problems within, problems without, you know. Yeah. There's, there's, they're being pressed on all sides. You have this growing, like, volcanic level like amount, amount it, yeah. of pressure that that's going to explode from within the park. Yeah, and this is a crucial scene because this is when the the group splits up. And then you have like I said and then you have the storm. And then the group is split up. Yes, because Ellie says I I'd, I'd like to stay with, you know, this this veterinarian guy on site. Yeah. And he goes, "Sure, I'll I'll bring her back to camp cuz he's got a truck." And then they all get back in the vehicles yeah. to go back to the welcome center on this you know, automated track that should just take right. them right back. So they have to get back, and this is, I remember, uh, Hammond is really angry. Yeah. Stop the program. Stop yeah. the program. Yeah. <laughs> and and they don't have locks. That's, I right. feel like that's a big step they so, skipped over. Yeah, so so the the tour was, was really kind of a failure, you know, with, with hardly any dinosaurs coming out. And of course, Dr. Malcolm, we kind of, I think. Oh, we, yeah, we skipped <laughs> over this brilliant yeah, line. Yeah. He's like, uh, it, what is it? He's like, uh, we might have, might have dinosaurs. On this, on this dinosaur tour, right? Hello? Yeah. <laughs> oh, hello? <sighs> yes? Yeah, he's like, I hate that man, right? So, what uh, I'm, what, but I'm just saying that Hammond, with all of that has happened, he's yeah, been, yeah. He, he's you know, frustrated. He's frustrated, and they have to bring, and because of the storm, ultimately. Yeah, they gotta get him back. They gotta get him back. And now, let's get back to Dennis Nedry. Right. And what has been set in motion since the beginning of the movie. Right. He has a plan to essentially sabotage you know, Hammond. Right. By stealing some embryos that, you know, he's going to put them in the shaving cream can. We yep. talked about that. His whole thing with Dodgson. Yeah. So this is about to happen. There's everything's converging and yeah. this is what's going to be the linchpin that this is going to be what's going to, you know, there's always something that's going to be the linchpin. Yeah. It's Dennis Nedry. Oh yeah. I think if it wasn't Dennis Nedry, there was, it would have, this this would have fallen apart anyway. Yeah, there was going to be something else. Yeah. But in this case, it was Dennis Nedry. Yeah, he sped things up for sure. Right. <laughs> so well, he, 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 he's, he's the spark right. that, that causes this whole thing to blow. Now, here's the problem. There's a storm coming, and the storm hits. Yep. More, more chaos theory, more you can't control nature. So, Just nature's the overarching yeah. theme here. So let's, again, very briefly cover Dennis Nedry's plan. Here's what he's going to do. He's going to deactivate. This is his plan. Mm-hmm. He's got to deactivate the park's security for for in his mind for just like twenty minutes. That's a long time, right? It's a long time <laughs> when you're dealing with time. right when you're not. It's, it's not like there's pelicans out there, <laughs> you know. So what Sorry. I'm saying is he's got to deactivate the park system. Yeah. 
security. Right. Right. He's got to steal the embryos, put them in the shaving cream can, get to the East Dock, get it to the guy. And then get back. Get it to the, you know, yeah. Do- Dodson. Or, or, whoever uh, or who, whoever's, he sent. Whoever he sent or, you know. And then he's got to get back and reactivate everything like it never happened, right? And and, and write it all off as yet another glitch. Right. Because so, we know we're having glitches. So right. technically this could be fine. But here's what's happened. The, the group has split up. Right. Right. Yes. Because the you know Doctor Sattler wants to stay with the Triceratops and stuff. Yeah, and the rest are heading back. And the rest are heading back. But here's the thing: the storm hits, and the boat on the East Dock that has the guy mm-hmm. that is waiting for the shaving cream can, they're like, "Hey, we got to go." Yeah, the, the it ca- shows a quick scene of like a horrible wave crashing yeah. and all, and we're like, "Oh no!" So the cap and, and and the guy's saying, "Hey, the captain's like, we got to get out of here early." Yeah, he says the captain says we got to go, we got to go. Like that's it. Like there's it doesn't matter who Be- we're waiting for because we go. here's the problem. The group is not back from the tour. Now, Dennis Nedry's a lot of things. Yeah. But he's not a sadist. He doesn't... He's not looking to harm anyone. No. He's looking to get money. Right. He doesn't want to hurt anybody. But now he's faced with a decision. Because he, he his original plan was, I'm going to wait for everyone to get back mm-hmm. and be safe, and then I'm going to shut everything down and then steal the embryos and go do my thing. Yeah. But now, with the captain of that boat on the East Dock, Wanting to leave yeah. with his contact, mm-hmm. and well, and also you got to think, Alan. Then they got out of the car. The, the tour right. did not go, go the planned. way it was supposed to. No, again, it right. was never going to. So Nedry has a a you know he's already a crappy dude, right? But he's about to. But he, there's a lot of little choices you make right. on the way but, to a big bad. But one. now he's actually making an evil decision. Yes, I mean it's like Hammond said earlier. He said our lives are in your hands, and you have butterfingers. Right. So literally. His butterfingers are making these yeah. terrible, life-altering decisions. Yeah, like corporate espionage is one thing. I mean, it's not I mean, good th- at all. Th- th- but th- what I'm saying is, corporate espionage or you know, stealing from a company—that's one thing. That's bad. But when you're putting actual lives in danger, like actual lives that's a whole in, other in, thing. in horrible, horrible peril. Yeah. It is now and you, a you, very you, unknown you, peril. Yeah, like you, have, you don't know you, how to deal with it. Yeah, you have leveled up. Yeah, you have leveled up. And Dennis Nedry is about to level up. So he now has a decision to make. Mm-hmm. The decision is... I gotta go now. I, I'm gonna have to go now. I'm gonna have to do this now. And he's... In his while mind, there are people still out there. Yeah, and I guess in his mind he's thinking, well, they're on the way back. They'll get here. He just... It's stupid. It, it, it's, it's, it's dumb. It's, well, the way it's filmed, it's it's really effective because he, he has... It, the, the guy's like, hey, I gotta go. And he's like, no, 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 no. You gotta, you gotta give me time. You gotta give me time. Just give me 18 minutes. And then the guy's like, hey, no promises. And he ends the call and Dennis Nedry slowly turns his head. It's like he's deciding to do it. Yeah. He's now... Ugh. He's become... He's the villain for sure. Yeah, he's now become a villain. Yeah. He's now become a villain. He went from just a foil yeah. to a villain. So he he executes the command to on the computer... Right. To deactivate the park's security. Yes. He is able to successfully... He's able to successfully steal the embryos. And remember, when he does that, everything in the park stops. Yeah, and this scene, when he's getting the embryos, is so... I mean, again, like, I go back to... I've, I've watched it 1,000 million times, but I still go back to how I felt as a kid when I first saw when When he lifts up those apparatuses mm-hmm. that are holding... And the music is perfectly right. timed with it. It's so eerie, and for for I mean, this movie is already it's about bioengineering and things like that, but right. it has like a sci-fi feel to it in this moment because we're we the audience are so out of our league here. Yeah, no, and really, so is he. And he so he shuts down again, shutting down the the park's you know grid and all yeah. that. But here's the thing: 
when he does that to, and then goes and gets the embryos. And he, now, he does tell Hammond. He says, uh, hey, I had to reset things. So things are going to go down for just like a few minutes, 15 minutes. Uh, but but no worries. Right. It's just, so the, like when it happens. Yeah. It's not like they're like, what's happening? Like, well, he did say that it's going right. to happen, so it's fine. Obviously, it's not. But the tour group, which is Dr. Malcolm, Gennaro, Dr. Grant, and Lex and Tim. Mm-hmm. Now, remember, Dr. Sattler is separate. Well, yeah, she's with the other guy. She's and- with it. So, again, so we have, again, Gennaro, Malcolm, Grant, and Lex and Tim. We have these five. And they're in two cars. Yes. You have Gennaro and the kids, and then you have Grant and... And, and Malcolm. Dr. Malcolm. <laughs> and why I'm talking about them is in, in, in their cars is it's very important because when Nedry executes the command yeah. to shut everything down, they just happen to be right by the Tyrannosaurus paddock. Yes. And it is now nighttime and raining. Yeah. You can't the worst, see. It's, it's the worst. So they, they, they just happen to stop. Yeah. And everything is shut down. The fences, everything. Mm-hmm. Nedry gets the embryos. Nedry's able to get to a Jeep, and Nedry gets on the road. Right. But remember, it's a storm. And Nedry is Nedry. He's, like, freaking out. He's, he's bumbling he's, in yeah, the worst. He, he's, he's not really paying attention. He's, he's, he's frantically trying to get to the East Dock. Right. He ends up hitting a sign. He gets yeah. distracted. He ends up hitting a sign that tells him how to get to the East Dock. I know. And, Look at fate. Look and, at that. Like, right. <laughs> and because he hits the sign, he doesn't know where to go. Yeah. Meanwhile, back in the control room, he might have told them that some things are going to go out, but they're they're starting to piece something together. Like this isn't this isn't working. Right. This isn't right. So they some go to his workstation. Sh- right. Some things are shut down. Some things aren't. Interestingly enough, they realize that the um that, that the Velociraptor paddock is still. Online, yeah, there are certain things that are so again not shut down. Of course, you know Arnold tries to get into the you know Samuel Jackson. He tries to get in, he can't because of the you know not, the uh 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 right. He didn't say the magic <laughs> word, and now and now best supporting actor uh, Arnold cigarette is now right. it, it is now part of our lives. He's got his stress smoking going on. Things are getting real. So. I don't want to glaze through this. I don't want to, you know, because this is this is this one, is the this, this is the moment that terrified all of us yeah, for the rest the, of our lives. Yeah, this is this is we're about to introduce one of the uh, Hall of Fame, the trifecta of my Toby's nightmares. nightmare Hall of Fame. That's yeah. right. So, but before we get to that, Dennis Nedry, he's made a a real fatal error. He has crashed because again, he doesn't know where he is. He, no, he doesn't know where he is. But we find out where he actually is. Mm-hmm. He is at the Dilophosaurus paddock, and we were disappointed that we didn't get to see the Dilophosaurus on the tour. Right, but, that was the, that was actually the first dinosaur we were supposed to see. Right. So this is actually yeah poignant. Yeah, <laughs> and we very much see the Dilophosaurus yeah. in, good <laughs> in all its glory. So while Dennis Nedry is trying to get out of his predicament and get back on the road to the East Dock, he sees the Dilophosaurus. Yep. It kind of comes up to him. And it looks pretty docile. Yeah, this is... Now, my son loves the scene where he... That we'll get to, of the, of the Dilophosaurus. Right. But I told him, I said, Yossi, the reason why this scene scared Mommy was not because of what it did when it attacked. It's because of how it was before. I was like, yeah. It, it came up to him like, like, bow, bow, like you know, that little, yeah. like, he's like, hey, I'm a little cutie. Yeah, and... Uh, like, I want to play fetch. Right, and... Dennis Nedry with, su- your, with your bones. Yeah, Dennis Nedry is surprisingly <laughs> not really that. You know, he thinks it's nice, so he's not scared. He he's not. It you shows know. you that he doesn't know anything about what's in the park. He knows the control room side, 
to me, this sh- right. I, I feel like he should know what's a predator and what's not. And right. the fact that he doesn't know what he's looking at is like, oh, man. In the end, uh-uh. the the docile little dinosaur that we think the Dilophosaurus is is nothing like that at all. It's in, it's it's actually incredibly ferocious. And it becomes... He dismisses it. Yeah, he's, he's like tries to play a fetch. Get the six, stupid. Like, yeah. he's whatever. And, and then he's crawling back up. And when he turns around, there it is. And it fans out. Oh. It's it, it has these fans or like sails, essentially, that kind of comes out on both yeah. sides of its... It, it almost looks like a flower. I know. You know? <laughs> a pre-Demogorgon. Uh, <laughs> right. And it is... It's... It's it's growling and yeah, roaring. And, and looks... Incre- and then it spits this... Venomatic spray. Yeah, this like black gooey yeah. stuff like on tar. It. Yeah, and and what that does is it it, it blinds you. I yeah. mean it's it's you know and he scrambles up the, to his but the, it's the iconic scream that me and my friends used to always oh, imitate really? the ah! like when we would do it over and over because I it was just I don't know because it's it's when he gets it in his eyes mm-hmm. and that's when he really freaks out and in the midst of this struggle to survive right. he drops the shaving cream can oh. so he he drops the embryos but at this point it's we know at, it's done at this point uh, Dennis Nedry's trying to escape with his life uh, he gets into the Car after getting hit by the he's, by the yeah, some whew. spit, he gets hit in the face with it, and he's done. He's finished. He gets in the car, and there is another one that had gotten yeah. into his car. And we you don't hear this like it's almost like a it's like a rattler. It's creepy. yeah, it, it's they were really really it was horrifying. horrifying. Now here's the thing again. This is this is where um, I love again the original Jurassic Park versus like Jurassic World. I love Jurassic World. Like, forget it. Yeah, they're good movies. However, I mean, they don't have the the, you know. the using the um the puppet the puppeteering. It was so effective because yeah. every bit of that Dilophosaurus was real when you're yeah. looking at it. It was like I was like, this is tell. not a computer. This might as well be a real dinosaur. Yep. And to me, that will always always be the number one most effective thing when it comes to these dinosaur movies because they, I mean, golly. And if you look at the, um, you know, the making of featurette, which of course I have because I'm obsessed, they went through all kinds of different things like, oh, what do we want to do? What kind of, do we want to do computer? Do we want to do clay? Do we want to do this and that? What they landed on is perfection. And this, Dilophosaurus, was the, the first time we saw a predator like this, a right. close like this. Because we really, we, the raptors, we only saw the baby and we only saw flashes before. So Dilophosaurus is the first time we're seeing dinosaurs as a real threat. Yeah. In our face. Yes. It was effective. Yeah. <laughs> now back to the Tyrannosaurus paddock. Oy vey. They're sitting there. Uh, again, we have Gennaro in one Jeep with Lex and Tim. In another, we have uh, Grant and Malcolm. Mm-hmm. And each car has got, they're talking shop about different things. Now, the thing is, the T-Rex paddock is shut down. And, and the car, n- and because the and because of that, the cars are shut down. Yeah, and Nedry yeah. is dead. Yeah, and his plan was to get back and reactivate everything. You know, but no one knows what he knows about the computers. Right. No, one, no knows. one knows what he knows, and Nedry is gone. Yeah, like that's gone. that option's done. Gone. So it is now, you know, red alert. You know, DefCon twenty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever. Uh, no. Defcon One actually yeah. used to teach history, so uh, it's 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 about to go down. 
Um, and this, uh, th- you really, there's really no way of, 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 of explaining how wonderful of a, of the buildup of a buildup, you know, that Spielberg does here. Mm-hmm. Um, because we're all waiting to see the T-Rex. And we know it's coming. Right. We know it's coming. This is the dun, 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 right. moment. Like it's coming. <laughs> they're sitting in the cars and again, they're just waiting for everything to come back on so they can move. And what ends up happening is we start to hear it. It's like this. Yeah. Timmy finds some night vision goggles. He's looking around. Right. But then we hear like boom, boom. And, and, and every time he hits, it shakes the water. Yes. That, that's oh, so iconic. You see the glass of water. Right. Shaking. And fun trivia fact, Steven Spielberg tried to figure out, he was like, how am I going to, how am I going to do this? Because he wanted, he specifically wanted to go from the middle out. Right. And he, because he, he apparently was driving one day and he heard someone's music really loud and was shaking his visor. Oh. And that's how he got the idea for this moment. Oh, wow. And he looked for ways to make it exactly from the middle out of the water and, and nothing would work. Finally, they found a, a guitar string and mm. plucked it underneath the, the glass. Wow. That's what created that specific circle. I thought it, that was so interesting, was, all the care that went into this moment. And thank because God, because it's so it, perfect. Right, because it's telling us that this is coming. This is the big one. This this is the big one. Yeah, so they all, they're all hearing this it. This is they're what you're all... all this is what... This is... And I, I think it was probably why it became such a fixture in my mind and I would have nightmares about it because of slow burn. experiencing mm-hmm. that as a kid, experiencing that build up and it does not disappoint. Where's the goat? Right. <laughs> right. Here comes the T Rex. Yeah. It, it doesn't want to watch the Jeeps from afar. It wants to see what is going on. Right. He straight up just walks out of the paddock. Yeah, just like right just through the wires. Right through the wires. Just not a problem. And What's interesting is, I mean... Everyone's arrested. Everyone, yeah. They're that, just like... That, I, I don't know if they were... I mean, I'm What sh- would you... I mean, what, what I'm saying what do you is, do? What I'm saying is, like, I, I guess when you watch monster movies and stuff, and this is, you know, these aren't monsters. What I'm saying is when you watch movies where uh, characters are, are encountering, encountering something scary, yeah. you usually get like a... A, a ri- scream. A and- scream. They're just... They can't believe what they're seeing. Mm-hmm. They cannot believe it. And... All the while, uh, Tim and Lex are screwing around with a flashlight. Yeah, yeah. It comes out, and they're like, "Well, they're, I think yeah. Grant says, don't move to to Malcolm." Yeah, says to Malcolm, "Yeah, don't move." Well, and before that, though, Gennaro pieces out. Yeah, yeah. He he he, he runs out of the car, and this is where and some, goes into I think a bathroom. Yeah, a bathroom, yeah. and leaves the door open. The kids are alone, and of course, Lex. He says, left us. Said he left us. Now, one of our awesome listeners, Jordan, pointed this out to me um, over Instagram, and I never made this connection. Um, in a previous scene earlier in the movie, in the mining scene, a character right. in passing says, Hammond couldn't be here. He had to leave early. He has to be with his daughter. She's getting a divorce. Right. Well, these are his grandkids. Right. So we can surmise as viewers that Lex and Tim right now are going through a lot of transition because their parents are getting a divorce. Yeah. So they're here for some distraction, right? Right. It would make sense why they cleave to Dr. Grant. Why like they a father to figure. And then the lawyer in the car, the, the resident adult, right. leaves them in the midst of peril. Yeah, and it, and it gives a lot more weight yeah. to Lex's line, he left us. Yep. Because later on, after all the, the stuff ensues, 
she keeps screaming, he left us, yes. he left us, he left us. And I'm yeah. like, oh, and that that got that really gutted me when yeah. I looked at it from that perspective. Because it's already horrible. But yeah, to, we it, talked about. But to add that to it, that's that's painful. That's sad. Yeah, it's a little bit of, uh, it, it echoes the point that I think we made in the movie Hook. Yes. Which is why, you know, when, when, um, when Jack and Maggie are in trouble and they're on the pirate ship, right? Oh man. And there's all this peril and, and, and you have Captain Hook who is the ultimate villain, right? Yeah. And their dad is in this disheveled tuxedo and he is scrambling and completely and then stops not trying. on his game. But what I'm saying is, yes, of course he stops trying. I'm, I'm, but what I'm saying is they, they still look to him. Yeah. They're like, dad, like, like, you're not on your game. You've You're never dis- done anything right before, but you can still do it now. What, You're what our I'm dad. saying, yeah, right. And I think that that's just it's it is important to to note, you know, especially as parents that you know how, how the sense of security and safety that that you provide for your kids unknowingly, mm-hmm. unknowingly, and and yeah, th- th- I I feel like that that's certainly something that Lex is yeah is, that added a real weight to he her line yeah. to me and it, it made me just really sad yeah because Gennaro is a total coward oh yeah and when he it, yeah and, and he ran off and com- left two children mm, mm, mm. and uh but Gennaro gets his he does he gets his very shortly after right um he escapes no but, peril uh I I, I just I can I can talk about it and talk about it and talk about it. But, we can do an but, episode but, of just this scene. But, but I the, mean, good lord, the Tyrannosaurus Rex is absolutely incredible looking. Yeah, there's not a way to describe it. Uh, his his roar, I, I don't, I, I would never have to hear it ever again. I can hear it. <laughs> I can right hear it now. in my mind. Absolutely, I can hear it right now. Yep. His roar was just so unique. It, it's 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 an iconic sound. Yeah, it's now like yeah, it's a thing. Now. Yeah, it's like like the sound of a lightsaber igniting. Yep. The sound of Darth Vader's breathing. Uh, the T Rex roar. The girl when she screams um, in the movie Jaws. When she's yeah, shark like the the, the, these are sounds that stay with you, right? All right. Uh, I'm here for the so, quotes. So yeah, babe. yeah. So the 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 T Rex uh, roar. So he's at, he's 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 coming out. And he's he like you said. He sees the light. He sees the movement. Doctor Grant's like turn the light off. Turn the light he off. He sees the movement. Right. So because Doctor Grant has just said to Malcolm, "Don't move." He can't see if it's you don't move. Yeah. Move. Right. It's visual acuity is based, based on, on movement. Right. He hasn't seen that. The T Rex obviously begins to attack the Jeep that Tim this and Lex are in. It's it, scene. It's horrible. Like both horrified and yeah. fascinated me. I remember I had these toys called Playground Kids. They were mm-hmm. we actually did an episode, we covered them. Um they came out in the eighties and I had one that had blonde hair with a ponytail and it looked like Lex. And I only had another little girl, but I pretended it was Tim. And I had this Barbie van that ironically was open in the top. And I had, of course, a T-Rex toy. And after this movie, I would act this scene out all the time with my toys. I acted out with my neighbors. Like, right. as scary as it was, the acting, golly, they, those kids were just, it was, I, it's amazing. Yeah, and... And it's so scary. That yeah. thing looked real because this was this part was actually animatronic. Yeah, and... and so those kids yeah. were really looking at something scary. So, obviously... The kids don't know <laughs> to not move. They're freaking out. The T Rex is is on them. He's attacking. And, and he's trying to. I mean, if that glass wasn't between them, they'd be dead. Right. Grant and Malcolm get out. Yeah. To distract the T Rex, uh, they, they use flares. Right. The scene when the T Rex looks at them and says, "Hey, 
and he roars. Uh, yeah. Oh, Ooh, yeah, man. Yeah. Ooh. So, so b- scary. between Grant and Malcolm, Malcolm is actually actually distracts T Rex to, to run oh, yeah, to run he, after him. And he saves the day. Kinda. He actually he does. He risks his life. Like you know. So you know, Malcolm and Grant both. And he gets bit. I think are, in the process. I don't know if he gets bit or somehow or he, injured in the leg. No, he's injured. Yeah, because it it runs after him. The reason why Malcolm is not um <laughs> is not eaten is because when the T Rex chases Malcolm, uh. It knocks over the bathroom yep. that Gennaro is in, and Gennaro is left essentially sitting on a toilet, but you know, yep. <laughs> just out in the open. Yep. And the T Rex sees him, and then we see it: the first person to go down, to go down, and 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 devoured by a T Rex. I mean, and not even like in Jurassic it's, Park. And it's, I mean, he bites him and swings him like it's bad. Yeah, and Malcolm. It misses Malcolm because he is... He kind of gets covered by the brush yeah, of get, the bathroom. Yeah, the, the yeah because the bathroom it's was... It's made of, like, leaves? Yeah, I or mean, something I, was weird, but... Yeah, <laughs> palm the, branches? The, the debris, yeah, the debris from the bathroom mm-hmm. buries Malcolm. It covers him. And meanwhile, the, the T-Rex is, is not only attacked, you know, the glass, he's he's pushed the kid's car into the mud, so they're, they're like... Yeah, they were trying the not to like him. drown at one point in mud. It was, it's, it's awful. It's bad. Yeah, so Grant is able to now get to the kids... But you know, it's Lex out, right? But Timmy's stuck. Yes, right. His feet are stuck on the seat. Yeah, he can't get out. And then here comes the T Rex, and ends up knocking the jeep off of. Yeah, this is the moment where he says to Lex, "Yeah, it's visual acuities based on movement. Yeah, don't move. He's holding her, and it moves. You know, it, it pushes the car. They have to. Oh be yeah, in the same spot. Yeah. Oh, oh my god, and it's like right in their face. <laughs> it's so scary. It blows Doctor Grant's hat off, sniffing him. Oh my god. Uh, Horrifying and amazing. I've got to watch it again already. Yeah. Ends up knocking the Jeep that Tim uh, that Tim's in. Yeah. Down, back down into the, I think back into down. the trees. In, yeah. Because I th- the, the road, I guess, and everything is up kind right. of. Right, yeah, kind yeah. Of, you know, I don't know if it knocked it back into the T-Rex paddock. I don't, I don't know, know. I don't know if the T-Rex knocked it back into its paddock or not. but And the T-Rex ends up going off into parts unknown. We yeah. don't know where it goes. And we have to, of course... We have to get Tim out of the Jeep. Dr. Grant tells Lex, you know, look, we got to, they get down. Well, a sweet moment is, again, she's screaming, he left us, he left us, he goes, and he looks at her and says, but that's not what I'm going to do. No, it's and really wonderful. It's, what's neat about Dr. Grant is, as much as he said he didn't like kids, this is a natural he, response that came yeah, out of him. he's a good guy. So actually, like, you know, I think it's, he never had an opportunity. Yeah. And he ends up fathering these kids yes. through the park. It's just beautiful. But he, yeah, they get Tim. He's like, your dad ever build you a tree house? Yeah. He's like, we're going to we're gonna climb down the tree. It's yes. going to be great. End up getting down. They end up getting Chased out. Chased by the car, you know. Yeah, it's As one the does. whole thing, yeah. And they're able to, 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 so now we have, we have Grant and we have Lex and Tim. So we have them three. Malcolm is, is down, you yeah. know. Yeah. You know, of course, we know. We don't know, yeah. But at what's this going point, at that. this point, we don't know his fate. Gennaro, see ya. Nedry, see ya. Yeah. Where this where, is the Act Two finale. Yeah, that's pretty much. I think this is a good place to stop. Yeah. Because I really don't want to follow the T Rex. No, that's it. That's <laughs> uh, the one. So, so when we come back next week, we'll deal with the aftermath of that. And which of course, is more thrills. Yeah, more thrills, and then of course we'll 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 take that we'll take it on to the end of the film and. Bring it home. Yeah. Yeah. Where can they find us if, you know, if you're listening for the first time? 
Uh, if you are on Instagram, where um, we can find us at the Tape Store, that's where we hang out most of the time. So uh, we're we're most active there. So definitely give us a follow. Uh, shoot us a message. Tell us what you think of the episode. Give us some give us some thoughts. We absolutely love having conversations with you guys. Yeah. Um, if you're on Twitter, we're the Tape Store Pod. And if you would like to send us an email, uh, feel free to shoot us one at the Tape Store Podcast at gmail dot com. Yep. And as always, we appreciate your time. Any time you spend with us, we just greatly appreciate it because your time's limited and valuable and stuff. And I say that every week, and it's just, you know, for, for anyone who spends their time listening to us talk and stuff, we, we just we appreciate you. We just want you to know that. So we're going we're gonna to close this thing down. We're going to end on that cliffhanger there. Yes. And we will be back next week with the conclusion of our three-part series on Jurassic Park. So we will, we will see you next Thursday for that. And until then, this is Toby. And this is Brooke. Thanks, guys. Take care.